All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hello, my name is Jessica. I'm from Keller, Texas. Um, I have been ghosted, uh, but not by a romantic interest, but by a friend. We had been friends for about a year and a half when he just completely disappeared. Me and some other friends, you know, we tried getting a hold of him through various means. We couldn't find him. We thought something bad had happened. We were wondering if we should contact hospitals. Uh, we had <laughs> been checking obituaries because we just had no idea why he vanished so thoroughly. And it was really hard. Uh, I finally got a hold of his brother who confirmed that he was alive and well and totally fine. Just, you know, not responding to us at all for whatever reason. People are suffering of aloneness. That social isolation isn't unrelated to ghosting, to the lack of accountability. These things are all part of one large picture. Take five minutes and just ask yourself, who do I owe a phone call to? Who do I need to check in with that I haven't checked in with? Who did I leave hanging and never went back to? Note to self, it's not your imagination. It is becoming socially normal to just get busy and disappear on your friends and family. And it's happening all over the place. But is it acceptable? I'm Manoush Samarodi, and it's my job to help you focus on what really matters to you in this crazy, accelerating world. And this is episode two of a fascinating conversation with renowned therapist Esther Perel about the way our relationships are changing. Last week, we focused on the romantic. We're still going to go there today. But this conversation extends beyond our partners to our families, our friends, and our coworkers. I mean, is there a way to change this, to demand more accountability from each other without sounding, I don't know, fuddy-duddy and old-fashioned? So we've talked about the person who's being ghosted. We've talked about the person who's being iced or simmered. But what about the person doing, doing all this? So, yeah. you know, I met this re- lady recently. It was in- very interesting. A wonderful woman. We're talking. And she said, you know, even I, I've changed. If I, do, I go out on a date and I don't like, I just ignore. I delete. I don't respond. I, or I make them wait, you know. She's, it's like she was basically telling me, I have an out, and this out through the technology is allowing me to not be accountable, to treat people poorly. Mm. And I realized I have begun to treat people poorly. I treat them like a commodity, eh, uninteresting. 
You they know? don't feel and real, right? I mean, it's like I'm thinking. I that's mean, right. I, I don't I'm, have to see your tears when I say when <laughs> right, I delete you. Right. I don't have to see your face cracking up in front of me and becoming completely distorted from the pain. I just don't answer, and I don't have to deal with the consequence of my action. I don't have to have empathy, by which I may even think, you know, I like you. I don't love you. I don't want to make my life with you. Have a great time. You know, be well. It was beautiful meeting you. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. It's not going to work between us. Of course, that still is painful, but that's a very different kind of experience than I delete. What I'm hearing from people who do it, the small version and the big version, because most people have been on both sides, actually. If you've been there, if you've been out there dating long enough, you've been on both sides, is that what shocks me is actually how few people realize the, when they do it, what it does to the other person, even though they've been on the other side. Mm. That's, you would think, don't do it. It's been done to you. You know, it really is painful. It's gutting. It's it's an awful experience. No, no. And then there is the small versions of it, you know. I'll just make you wait a couple of days before mm. I respond. You know, I, oh, I didn't see your text. What if you, you didn't see the text? When you need me, you see the text very well. <laughs> Everybody does. You know, you did, I missed that text. My phone this, my phone that. I mean, the amount of places phones have fallen and, and <laughs> it's just, you know. I know that civility is down. I know that courtesy is down. I, look, I have heard many times, tell me if you haven't, of people who invite people to come to a party at their house. Yeah. And how many of them don't answer? Yes, yes. That used to, I can't imagine my mother inviting <laughs> people and not receiving an answer that said, very nice, thank you for inviting me, can't make it. Or people who say they come and then don't and show then up. And then don't show up. Every person around me has told me stories like that. Or say, wait, we might come, but we've got a couple other things going That's on right. that night that That's we got to right. figure out. That's right. Keeping That's their right. options open. That's right. Same thing. FOMO. Yeah. And it's relationships and it's appointments and it's... Friends. Yeah. Friends. Friends. It's, to me, there's a loss. There's a loss in that. I think because then there's a consequence. Yeah. So if so many ways are made to make you feel rather unimportant or irrelevant... Mm. And then we are surprised that our entire society is riddled with growth experiences and self-help and all these attempts to make us feel good about ourselves. Mm. Why don't people treat us a little differently? We will feel better about ourselves. <laughs> Why do I have to go alone to a workshop or a retreat or a meditation <laughs> to, to make me feel better and to make me feel that I matter and that I don't care about what people think? I should care about what people think. Mm. We are socially wired like this. Treat me better and I won't need to go to so many places to... <laughs> You know, so you see the things interconnect, right? We have an entire economy of self-help and growth. Yoga, meditation, you know, all of that stuff. Made to make me feel better about myself. At the same time as we have an entire social fabric at this point with multiple expressions of things that make us feel poorly about ourselves. Do you follow? I'm with you. This is what I, I... So what can we do? Somebody listening to this, what can they do to mm, model good behavior, I guess? And I've started to think that it's not do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Like, no, it's do unto others as they would like to have done to them is more about what it is. It's not all about you. It's about putting your head in Into the other person's person. brain, right? Um. You sit and take a five-minute inventory and just say, where have I been lousy? 
Where mm-hmm. have I fallen short? Who do I need to call? You know, I have a friend who had a major medical crisis. I called her husband yesterday. I didn't email him. I didn't text him. I called him. And we spoke for 10 minutes. And it was not unnoticed that it was a call, mm. that I took the time, that I asked, that I didn't just say on, on Facebook, thinking of you, heard about your wife, you know, wishing you the best. You know? I worry about being intrusive. Oh, my God. Do you know how appreciative he was? Really? No, no. I have never, never heard somebody who said, I wish you hadn't called. For <laughs> God's true, sake, this is, this is crazy. You know, people want to know that other people think about us. He's in the midst of this medical thing. I can't do anything. I just want him to know he's not alone. People are suffering of aloneness. Every conference you go, we are talking about social isolation. That social isolation isn't unrelated to the kind of ghosting, to the lack of accountability, to the kind of RSVP when you are invited that is going on. These things are all part of one large picture. Take five minutes and just ask yourself, who do I owe a phone call to? Who do I need to check in with that I haven't checked in with? Who did I leave hanging and never went back to? Mm. You know, and proceed by that, not which email is the most important because that's where my self-interest lies. Are you starting to think about a few emails that you've been meaning to respond to? Yeah, me too. Okay, but before we do, hang tight. Esther has a lot more for you, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. We're back. I'm Manoush Zamarodi, and we're talking essentially about exercising our empathy muscles on today's Note to Self. Dr. Esther Perel, an expert in how human beings relate to one another, believes that one way of doing that is to take note of the people in your life that might need a little attention and how you can use your technology to give them some. Because she says when you do, it's actually going to help you too. It may be people in your family, it may be friends, it may be people at work. Wherever I go into a company and I start to do relational intelligence work, I ask them, I want you to take three minutes and write down a few reminders to yourself of connections that have been left hanging or have been interrupted or have been unaccounted for. I have never seen somebody who then does it and doesn't feel more dignified more decent, more integrated. Because when you don't do it, you know you're failing socially. You know that you're trying to get away with something. Everybody knows it. Then you spend your energy trying to push that feeling away. away, (laughs) And then you need to numb yourself. Mm. So now you enter into a kind of a psychic numbing, you see. But when you actually undo that and you stand up and you show up, I have never known somebody who says, I wish I hadn't shown up. You know, that was a waste of my time. Come on. Maybe even if the other person didn't respond in kind, you said, I did my part. Yes. I I did what I was supposed to do. It gives you dignity. It gives you a sense of self-worth. It makes you feel taller. It gives you pride, but in the good sense of the word. And that training, I think, needs to happen. So that's the first thing you do. Do a tiny little bit of a check-in with you and then act on it. Do your part. 
Do your part. Don't think what is the other person not done. It's non-contingent. Mm. You do your part. They didn't call me. Doesn't matter. You do it. That's one piece. The second one is if I suggest, if the text is a pragmatic, you know, and you just feel like it's actually a form of simmering itself, just say, we'd love to meet. Uh -huh. And then do something that's nice. Don't just go for drinks and don't just go for dinner. Actually, I think walking is the one of the great yeah. things because when you walk, it's like when you fish, you know, both people are looking forward. Mm. You don't have to lock in the gaze the whole time. And when the body moves, there is a different energy and there's different thoughts. You're a so team, anything, not a confrontation. Anything that is movement, it can be a play, it can be tennis, can be biking, can be walking, but movement is less of the, we sit down and face to face and we're going to check each other out. <laughs> it's utterly uninteresting, unseductive and unerotic. I mean, I can't even, then you, after you like it, you may, if you actually enjoy this, you will go and sit and face each other and you will not be checking each other out. You will be inviting each other in. That's a whole different experience. Yeah, that being taken into somebody or vice versa. So that's number two, stay off the text. And then number three, understand that this idea that first you have to feel good about you and then you can be with other people. No, yeah, what do you think about is, that? I don't buy it. it Self-care, I think, is the term that a lot of people are we using. We become through our relationships with others. We have all kinds of relationships, deeper, more shallow, more transactional, more playful. But you are made through your relationship with others. That's what makes you know that you exist and that you matter. And even if you go online, use the state. And then after that, write to somebody, you know, and, and don't go for the short. The problem these days is that we really have developed this idea that short is just as good because it goes to the essence. And that's not true. Certain things need time. Mm. They need space. They need to develop. They need a rant. They need a, just a flow of consciousness. And then the last one is seriously, if you're interested, you're interested. If you're not interested, set the other person free. Mm. Don't use the other person to make you feel not alone while you have nothing that you want to give. Mm. Esther Perel, thank you. My so pleasure. good to see you. <laughs> we can talk forever. I know. Oh, I really could talk to her forever. She's so awesome. So Esther, she wants you to sit down, take five minutes, and make a list of the people that you may have ghosted, or maybe you just owe them a message or a conversation. And we've come up with a little way to remind you with a bot. Yes, a bot. So listeners in the United States, you can text the word ghost, G-H-O-S-T, to 70101. That's 70101. And, um, and then we're going to follow up with a little text message nudge uh, a week later because accountability is hard and a little automated assist from us couldn't hurt. Give it a try. Listeners internationally, I'm sorry, our tech system only works here, but we're happy to email you a reminder if you want to email us. We're at note to self at wnyc.org. Deeper, more human connections. We will help you with a bot. Yes, technology can be useful. So be sure to check out Esther's podcast, Where Do We Begin? and her new book, The State of Affairs. And speaking of books, my bored and brilliant book is uh, chug, chug, chugging its way. Um, thank you for all your help. If you rated the book or left a review or just bought it, I am deeply grateful. 
If you haven't yet, please do. It is kind of weird to ask, but the algorithms need input to get that book in front of more people online and off. Um, And if we do that, if we sell more of these books, then that gives us more resources here to do more cool stuff together on the show. For now, the Note to Self team is Jen Poyant, Kat Aaron, Megan Kunane, and Joe Plourd. Many thanks to Matt Boynton and Adriana Tapia for their help this week, too. Note to Self is a production of WNYC Studios. I'm Manoush Samarodi. Let's be clear as well, I am not French. You're Belgian, right? Uh, and from the Flemish side, which is quite a different part. <laughs> 